Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, and welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to go over what should be included in your full service accounts and what should be extra charges for your customers. And of course, there's some gray areas and some areas that you may charge for certain things, some areas where you may not. I'll give you a rundown of basically what most companies consider a full service pool service, and what's included in that particular rate. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open seven days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's Referral Program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. So there are a lot of companies that have a tiered pool service kind of rate system. They have chemical only as one option. Then they have maybe chemical and netting and brushing as another option. And then the third option is considered full service, pool service. And when you say full service, this includes a number of things. And it's always good to have a service agreement that outlines what you're responsible for when you do the full service. And you'll find a lot of good websites out there. Good pool service websites will have everything listed that they're going to do when they go to the account. And definitely this is important for the customer to know what you're going to do for a full service account because, of course, you're going to charge more for full service over just chemical only. And I'll go over some of the basic things that most companies in my area will charge for in a full service service account. So basically, you're going to clean the pool, of course, And this entails netting the surface of the pool, brushing the surface of the pool, the walls and other areas like the steps, brushing the tiles. This doesn't mean that you're going to keep the tiles from getting scale on it. Sometimes it's not as easy. And depending on the type of surface, it may be even harder to prevent the scale from forming. So there's really not a way to distinguish that to the customer or say, hey, I'm going to brush the tile, but, you know, the scale is going to form on there and I'm not responsible for that. You're going to have to eventually get a professional bead blasting company out there. doesn't sound too good. So basically what you want to maybe say is that you're going to brush the tiles and keep them clean, but leave off any kind of scaling as part of the, you know, descaling of the tile because then you get into an area where you become responsible for it. So I would just say you're going to clean and brush the tiles and, Leave anything that's referring to any any kind of scale off of any kind of listing of what your services are. And maybe I spent too much time on that, but I think it's important because a lot of times you're going to be hassled by certain customers that are going to be like, hey, you know, you charge me full service and I see this white calcium buildup. And then you have to explain to them that that is something that just naturally occurs. And, you know, sometimes it's because the water's out of balance. Some other times it just occurs on the particular surface type, especially rock formations and flagstone and things of that nature. So it's not something you you can control. 
And then, of course, you're going to empty the baskets, you know, the skimmer baskets and the pump basket. And then one, I think, which something that also needs clarification is vacuuming the pool. Now, a lot of service companies will say they're going to vacuum the pool and leave it at that. But I think one thing you need to add to any kind of contract service agreement, I wouldn't say contract, service agreement would be a better term. And by the way, if you're looking for a copy of a a template, I have one available. If you email me at david at swimmingpoollearning.com, I can send you the template in Word format. And you can add and subtract things to that template. It's just a basic one-page template for you to look at. Um, But as far as vacuuming goes, you want to back up a little bit, and I would add vacuuming when needed. And that clarifies a lot of things because a lot of times you're going to get maybe a picky customer that's going to say that you didn't vacuum the pool when you were there last week. And you can point out to them that in your service agreement it says vacuum, vacuum when needed, and that particular week it did not need vacuuming. And most of my pools, actually all my pools, have an automatic cleaner in it, so I don't really manually vacuum a lot of pools to begin with. I'll spot vacuum if necessary. And of course, if I need to vacuum out leaves, I'll use my vacuum system. But I don't vacuum every pool every week. And it states that in my service contract where it says vacuum when needed. And so I think that's really important to distinguish that fact versus just putting a flat blanket, I vacuum the pool. And this could lead to some disagreements again, so make sure you have that in your agreement. So here's what I have in my agreement as far as what I do for full service. It's check the chemical levels, chlorine and pH are noted in brackets. These are the main ones that I check. And of course, you can list all of them, but that's kind of complicated. People kind of realize that you're checking the chlorine and pH. They may not know about alkalinity and cyanuric acid, things like that. So keep it simple. I clean the skimmer and pump baskets, like I mentioned, vacuum pool and spa as needed, clean the tile, brush pool, brush spa walls, skim both pool and spa. And so that's basically all that's included in the full service listed there as things that are included with what they're going to pay you for for full service are these six items that I do. And right next to where I say I check the chlorine and pH, I, I also note that I add the needed chemicals. And so you want to include the maintenance dose of chlorine and acid. And that's one reason why I only use the chlorine and pH as my chemicals that I check, because the only thing that's included in the service is the chlorine and the acid to lower the pH. Now, there's some gray areas, like I mentioned. So if you wanted to raise the pH, let's say you have a fiberglass pool or a vinyl and ground pool, and you notice the pH is always dropping, you're not going to be adding a lot of muriatic acid, but you may be adding soda ash to that pool. So do you charge for that? It depends on how much you're adding and what you, you know, your total outcome of the product as far as cost to you. Is it really expensive to keep adding this? Then you're going to have to charge the customer. So this is what I talk about when I talk about gray areas of what to charge or what not to. Typically, if you're going to adjust the alkalinity and pH, you would charge them for the baking soda and for the soda ash because that's an expense that you would incur. And the price of these two particular products have gone up pretty dramatically too. They used to be really affordable and they're not now. And so the customer should pay for that if there's any kind of major adjustments needed. But again, if you're not putting acid in the pool but using soda ash because it has the opposite issue, you may not want to charge for that. You may want to. Now, when I say maintenance dose of chlorine, occasionally you may have to shock the pool. Let's say they had a party and you know the chlorine zeroed out. 
which does happen even if they didn't have a party something happens and there's no chlorine in the pool you would add the amount of chlorine necessary to bring it back up to the level that you normally maintain in there and I wouldn't charge the customer for that however if you're finding that you're continuously shocking the pool and there could be a number of issues it could be ducks swimming in the pool could be dogs in the pool could be a lot of pool parties it could just be the filtration isn't that great Whatever it may be, if you're spending a lot of money on shocking the pool, adding, you know, two or three gallons of liquid chlorine every week, which is really expensive now also, or back to CalHypo, which also is very expensive, then you would want to purchase a case or a bucket of CalHypo and leave it at the customer's account and charge them for that chemical and use that bucket when you're there. This is not something that I do regularly, but I do have some accounts, and one in particular has eucalyptus trees over it, and the cost of shocking that pool during the season. And believe it or not, it's actually the opposite. In the summertime, it drops a lot more in there, which makes it harder because of the heat and everything. And so that particular customer, there's a box, a bucket, or a box of shock there, and that's what I use when I need to shock the pool. And definitely that's something you can't incur in your full service rate because then you're going to be losing money putting all those chemicals in. You're also going to charge the customer for the three-inch tablet separately. And so part of your service will entail selling the customer a bucket of tablets or they can purchase it. I prefer to sell it to them. That way you know you have it there. If you leave it up to the customer to buy it, they may drag their feet and, you know, a month will pass without them purchasing the bucket. So definitely I just sell them my cost for a three-inch bucket of tablets, 50-pound bucket of tablets, and leave it at the account there. If you're doing a saltwater pool, you definitely charge for the 40-pound bags of salt that you would deliver and put into the pool if necessary. And just about any other chemical that you're adding to the pool. Now here's another gray area. There's like a minor algae bloom. You would treat that, I think, in most cases and absorb the cost of whatever you're using, the yellow trine or maybe a you know a shock dose of chlorine. If it's a major al- algae outbreak and you've isolated the problem as not being your fault, let's say this happens on occasion where they'll turn the pool off for a week or leave it in a spa mode for a week, this has happened, and then you have a major algae bloom, that's not your fault. They turned off the pool or they left it in a spa mode. And so the customer would incur the cost of the shock and the algae treatment in that case. But if it is your fault, if it's something that you're doing chemical-wise or neglected to clean the filter on time, then you would pay for that. And it would be a minor outbreak, hopefully, in those cases. Black algae is something that you would charge extra for to treat. And you definitely would want to charge for that because you're going to be using labor and time. And maybe you'll buy a bucket of granular trichlor. And all that is an extra cost for you, your time, especially treating black algae. Phosphate treatments is something you would charge extra for. I usually just charge my customers for the phosphate product, and I don't necessarily charge for the treatment. However, I will charge for a filter cleaning if, you know, the filter pressure goes up after I do the phosphate treatment. And of course, you're going to charge for filter cleanings if you do the, if you have larger filters on your route, DE or cartridge filters and you break those down every six months, you definitely would charge for the cleaning of the filters that would not be included in full service unless you're charging a premium for your full service and you're including what would be the filter charge. And it ranges anywhere now from $80 to $120 per each filter cleaning. And if you 
want to just take the median $100 every six months and break that down into your service rate. That would be an extra $16 a month if you wanted to include the filter cleanings in that $200 divided by 12 is 16. And you can do it that way if you wanted to. I feel more motivated when I charge a customer outside of the full service for the filter cleaning. That kind of motivates me to clean the filter. And if you have an employee, that would motivate them to clean the filter for the extra money. So I prefer to leave that charge outside. And besides that, sometimes you have to clean the filters more often. And when you do a phosphate treatment or something like that, or if they had the trees trimmed and the you know the filter got clogged up, definitely you would want to charge for that. And so keeping the filter charge separate is more optimal in, in, in the areas where you have the full-size filters. Now in Florida, we have the single bullet cartridge filters. You may want to just charge a premium to clean those filters every month or every two months and be done with it instead of itemizing that. But I'm talking about areas like Texas, Nevada, Arizona, California, where we have actual full-size filters where you break down every five or six months and definitely want to charge for that separately. And make sure the customer knows that, of course, when you do the bidding. Salt cell cleaning, I'm really bad at this. I probably should charge. I set my my route up previously or when things were, you know, in the golden age, I guess, when we didn't have high inflation and when rates were really stable, I would do the salt cleaning when I did a filter cleaning. And now the salt cleaning, sometimes you do in between filter cleanings because the buildup is so bad. And I haven't charged for that. And I know a lot of people charge $35, $45, $50 for a salt cell cleaning. And you should charge for that because you're spending time there. Um, You're taking the salt cell apart and you run into problems sometimes getting the unions back on. And it's something that they can't do on their own in most cases. So you're doing a service for them. So definitely charge for the salt cell cleaning on your route. Some of the things that I'm on the fence on, and I think this may be something you want to charge for. I don't, I do all the automatic cleaner repairs for free, but I do charge a markup on the parts. And so if I buy a part, um, you know, for $20, I'll charge the retail price of that, you know, $35 or whatever, and make some money there. But I don't charge labor on my automatic cleaner repairs. And again, that's kind of a gray area. I'm on the fence on that. The problem with charging for the automatic cleaner repair is that most pool stores will do it for free and just charge a markup on the parts. And so the customer may just take it into a pool store versus having you do it, or they may neglect to have it done because of the extra charges. So to keep them running and to make sure that the pools are in good shape for me every week, I just charge them for the parts and do the labor for free. And that usually gets them to pull the trigger on the part pretty easily without having to be, you know, hedging and hawing about, well, I'll wait a week or two because I don't want to pay, you know, $85 for the labor plus the parts. So to eliminate that, I just do it at no charge and mark up the parts. And that seems to work pretty well. And it keeps the automatic cleaners moving in the pool, which saves you time and effort. And so I think it's a win in that category. And so you can see how you have a certain amount of charges that are just kind of you know, in black and white. And then you have some gray areas. I mentioned, um, you know, algae, you have to play it by ear where you draw that line, automatic cleaner repairs, salt cell cleaning, things of that nature is something that you have to decide on your own if you're going to charge for that. And, you know, little things like removing the toys, hosing off the deck because the dog pooped there. Those are things that I just don't charge for. You know, I, I hose off customers' decks all the time because, you know, I may have stepped in something or there may be dog poop on the deck. 
I'll hose it off for the customer because I don't want that going into the pool and things like that. You just kind of do those kind of things. You don't add that to the rate. Um, I don't even know how you would put that in the bill. But needless to say, there are some black and white things you should have listed on the service agreement that you're going to do every week for full service. And then there are the things that the customer pays for. Of course, the cyanuric acid, if you have to add any to the pool, is definitely a charge for the customer, especially for a saltwater pool when you want to boost that up. Any kind of pool RX or borate treatment you're going to add to the pool, the customer will pay for that. And you can phrase that any way you want. But for me, when I'm adding borates or a pool RX, I like to charge them for a water conditioner or for the pool RX, I charge them for an algae treatment or you know a seasonal algae treatment and that'll cover the pool RX charge. However you want to phrase it, you definitely want to charge for those things because you don't want to incur the cost of the pool RX unit or for the 45, 50 pounds of borate they have to add to their pool to charge it up. And again, if you want a copy of my service agreement, the template, you can just email me at david at swimmingpoollearning.com and I'll be happy to email it to you. I may not get back to you in a day or two. I get quite a bit of emails, but I'll try to get it to you as soon as I can when I pull when I open your email there. And if you're looking for other podcasts that I've recorded, definitely go to my website, swimmingpoollearning.com and then on the banner, click on the podcast um, icon. That'll take you to the podcast site where you can get the drop-down menu of all the podcasts there. And if you're in the industry and want to enhance your business, definitely consider my coaching program at poolguycoaching.com. A lot of great benefits for joining there, including a discount on your general liability insurance. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week, and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.